piece of me? Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Good morning, Vietnam! I love the smell of napalm in the morning. You better need a bigger potion. I feel the need. The need for speed. I wish I knew how to quit you. Love means never having to say you're sorry. You do! You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Happy Monday, moviegoers. Welcome to episode 220. Welcome to the Hurricane, and welcome to the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Juan, and I'm joined here by the cast, the crew, the one fella. Mm. Just the one fella only. Zach, how you doing? Hey, I'm good, buddy. How about you? Man, you know what? I'm doing pretty good. Um, life... Is, is a roller coaster. As you can see, two of our counterparts aren't here, but it's okay because no matter what, Zach, what do we always do? We always put out a brand new episode every single Monday. Uh, it doesn't matter who I'm talking to, who's here with me. The content is here. Uh, I want to say thank you to everybody joining us here live on Imasawa YouTube channel uh, here on Imasawa Productions. Um, great, great YouTube channel. If you guys love wrestling, horror movies, everything in between, um, there's new content coming out almost literally every single day. Uh, but Zach, uh, did you have the Monday blues today? I did have the Monday blues, man. It's it's going to be a short week at work. Thanksgiving is this week, and it's just, if we can just get through, we got two through today, day. tomorrow, tomorrow and, third, and Wednesday, we'll be good to go. Two more days, Zach. I got two more days as well. Um, it was a Monday for sure. My car got broken oh. into. Um, it's you know it's 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 been a battle, but you know what? Still went to work here at the podcast. Um, there's just no stopping me. Let's just say this. Let's just say this, folks. If the Earth was being swallowed whole by the sun, Johnny will be on here doing a podcast. You watch. <laughs> so. You know what? That's just uh, not that there's Dedication. anything wrong with that. You know, we're just we're just trying. We're just chugging along. Um, it's also been a very A24 weekend. Nice little glossy packaging right there, as you can see. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. an, an, another one added to the wall of A24 fame. Um, if you ever get a mansion, like you're just going to have like one of those libraries, a bookshelf, come just all dedicated to A24. <laughs> like the Beauty and the Beast library? <laughs> yes. Speaking of library, hey, did you go get yourself a card? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> um, but last week, guys, was a very uh, fun episode. It was a little kind of a, a roller coaster of a ride, just like the movie we talked about last week. We talked about Black Panther, uh, mm. Wakanda Forever. Um, if you guys want to listen to that episode, go back and listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts at iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music. Um, you can also check us out on the Prescribed Films Network, www.prescribedfilms.com uh, is where you can find us at. Also, if you guys are interested in some social media, we're giving away some digital copies almost every other week. Um, you can find out our schedule on the Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, speaking of schedule, guys, next week, this was supposed to be Denzel month. Um, a few weeks ago, we talked about the Magnificent Seven. Today, we're talking about the Hurricane. Next week, we were supposed to talk about Man on Fire. 
uh, but we're pushing that back a week. Um, and next week we are talking Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, um, because of some of the sad news that we found out early, early yesterday morning on the passing of uh, Jason David Frank, which if you were, if you, if you grew up in the nineties, you knew who he was, where he was. He was the Power Ranger of Power Rangers. And, uh, you know, he, it's almost like he got more popular after the show went off the air. Um, but was, was he in the original? Yeah, he was, he was in the original, um, show and the movie, which is what we're going to be talking about next week. So we'll save most of that talk for next week. So if you guys want to follow along, you know, find it wherever you can and uh, watch it. It's the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie from 1995. Um, so that's what we're going to be talking about next week. But uh, you guys can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. The Instagram is all one word, the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. The Twitter is at Cinnamon405. And then the email, probably the easiest, fastest way to reach us is C-I-N-E-M-E-N-921 at gmail.com. We're not doing an email bag today um, for the simple fact that I just have not had time to get in the email bag and respond to anybody's emails. Um, but we will get to it next week. Uh, I'll have a little bit extra time off of work this week. And uh, I'll be able to get in there and respond to some some emails. Um because I'm really, really interactive. I, I don't like to read somebody's email aloud if I don't respond and say a thank you to them. So, um, I get that. Yeah. But other than that, uh, man. I, um, library. Mighty the movie library. So, Brett, Fred, you need to be able to, because it's not anywhere. You need you're to, kind of breaking up there, Zach. Am I breaking up? Yeah, you're no. kind of breaking up there just a little bit. Still kind of frozen. My internet. <clears throat> Crappy lady. Hold on real quick. Let's see. But go, go on. But while Zach's messing with the internet, I wanted to bring up uh, some movie news other than uh, the sad passing of Jason David Frank. Um, I did want to bring up to everybody... You know, the, the, the Disney COO news that was going on this week. Um, just been a really, I don't know if it's, it's been, been an odd week. It's been a very odd week. <clears throat> it's been an odd week, yeah. Um, but what, what, what are your thoughts on the whole Disney CEO thing? I don't think it's going to matter. I think it's still going to be about corporate greed and anything else that he can probably get his hands on. I think that while I don't really know the whole complete story of the Disney CEO and all that jazz, but what I will say, I mean, it's. I think Robert Iger or Bob Iger did it did a little bit better job than um, uh, Chepik, who I think he was just. I think he was kind of in for for money, and like you said, Johnny, just corporate greed. Bob Iger is much more on. I think he's much more much more open on ideas and wanting directors to do their thing, and not just like, yeah, let's just you know worry about money. Let's try to make good quality products so yeah uh which is true um but other than that man i think we can go ahead and get on to the next because that's all the the bring up i have in in some movie news yeah. um you check anything out this past weekend as far as uh any recent <clears throat> <watching? clears throat> 
Yeah, we got we got a couple things on the list at this this time. Um, the hurricane, which we're talking about today, Man on Fire, which we'll be talking about here in two weeks. Um, there's a there's a nice little 45 minute documentary that ABC did the week before uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever came out. Um, it's called Black Panther: In Search of Wakanda. And they talk about like the phenomenon that the first movie became. They talk about this film, the passing of Chadwick, the music, the costume, the design, the pro- the production. Um, and they interview uh, Simone uh, Bozeman, Chadwick's um, widow, and it's 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 a very if you're kind of in, still in the Black Panther mode, I highly recommend it. You can watch it on Hulu, and um, Two Towers, Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers, which we'll be talking about in December. HBO max it up and Johnny get excited. Yellowstone is back, man. Watch, watch the two episode premiere and it's going to be an interesting season. So the two, you watch the two hour premiere. Is it, yeah. is it on every Sunday after that? Yep. So the first episode was two hours and then you watched the one yesterday. No, it, it's, it's a two hour premiere, but each episode is an hour. And then I haven't watched, I haven't watched last week's last night's episode yet. Okay, I was gonna ask you how long is was the third episode. Um, <clears throat> judging by each episode was probably about fifty minutes, so it's oh, okay. Yeah, and right, then so I'm, um, I'm excited. I don't have Paramount Network, so it looks like I'm just gonna have to wait for the physical media copy, which is fine yeah. with me because I'm gonna get it anyway. And uh, Tulsa King, still still on, still show, just watching it every Sunday as it comes out. It's really fun to watch it. Just to see where you could notice in the background, like last night's episode has the stockyards in it. And I was oh, just nice. like, oh, that's cool. It's like right around the corner from uh, Rodeo Cinema, our, one of our sponsors. So it was cool. Nice. Um, was it a. Uh, that's on Amazon Prime, right? That's on pa- Tulsa Kings on Paramount Plus. Oh, okay. So again. Um, but if I had to recommend anything, um, check out. Definitely check out the hurricane, check out two towers. And I, you know, if you're still, like I said, in the Marvel mindset and black Panther, check out the little documentary black Panther in search of Wakanda on Hulu. And the the hurricane, if I'm not mistaken, if you don't own the movie is on Paramount plus, right? With plus it's like a subscription to showtime or stars or something like that. So it's not like on Paramount plus. I got to watch some, uh, some pretty new releases, uh, and got to rewatch some stuff. So, uh, I checked out a Christmas story Christmas. Oh, it's not terrible. It's not as bad <laughs> as you think it is. Um, IMDb mm-hmm. actually gives it a 7.4. Okay. Do you, do you, what do you give it? Uh, I would probably give it about a six. Okay. Uh, it's not, it's not terrible. It's actually a pretty fun watch, especially if you love the original one. Um, I checked a lot out of the callbacks. Fruit. A lot of callbacks, and there's some some original cast members that come back. So, okay, uh, I checked out the Hurricane, obviously for today's episode. I checked out Watcher, the 2022 or the 2022 horror thriller movie. Oh yeah, about a a, a woman who moves to Romania with her boyfriend or her husband, and they get she gets stalked by mm-hmm. a, by, a, by a lady killer. Oh yeah. Really big Jeffrey Dahmer vibes. Really good movie. Highly recommend it. Uh, I gave that one like an eight. Watched Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Um, and then you know what I'm going to recommend? Wait, what's that? Bullet Train. Oh, nice. Yeah. What do you think about it? I honestly, I loved it. It was funny. It was a ride. It kind of kept you guessing for a little bit throughout the movie. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I thought it was funny, man. And, and if you're going into this movie with an open mind, I think you're going to have a, a hell of a good time, especially with people like Brad Pitt, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Um, you get a little cameo from Channing Tatum's in there. Um, dude, I, th- I thought it was just a real fun movie. Yeah, that's one that I kind of wish that I had seen in the in the theater because it was just kind of a re- it was just a real fun thrill ride. Yeah, and it just it really kept you guessing. So, yeah. I, which I appreciated. It reminded me of a of a of a British gangsters whodunit. Yeah, yeah, I would and, agree. And it was just it was funny, man. I found myself laughing out loud multiple times, and it really snuck up on me. It it's gonna surprise me on where that movie fits on my on my top ten list for the year. To be honest. Oh with wow. You. Okay. Yeah. Um. So if I had to recommend anything, uh, bodies, 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 and bullet train, and then hurricane is obvious. Like the hurricane is obviously on the, uh, like Zach said, Paramount Plus. Plus some, I guess you could say that. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then uh, you know what? A Christmas Story Christmas is on HBO Max. So go Max HBO Max it up. HBO Max it up. Um, but Zach, you have some interesting truth facts about the hurricane. Absolutely. So um, Denzel Washington trained for f- over a year with a boxing coach to achieve the stamina and physical built. Uh, Wesley Snipes and Samuel L. Jackson vied for the lead role. Hmm. Reuben, the Hurricane Carter, was actually discovered, was actually honorable, was discharged from the military af- after four court martials, which basically adds up to uh, of 21 months of service. The movie shows him as a returning as a hero. And the Hurricane is considered the quote-unquote third and final part of a loose trilogy of racism-themed films directed by Norman Jewison. The first being in the heat of the night and the second one, another Denzel movie, uh, a soldier story. But they are all completely separate stories. Correct. Yeah. It's just kind of like, a, it's kind of like the, well, I was going to say the before trilogy, but they're all, that's all connected. So this is, yeah, it's just kind of like a you know loose theme how, trilogy. How lucky is this director to have worked with Sidney Portier, right? If I said mm-hmm. that right. Yeah. And Denzel Washington. That that's pretty impressive. Two, I'm not even going to put their race in there. Two of the greatest of all time. Yeah, and that I mean that's that's <laughs> I don't know how you could really come. I don't know how you can match that to be yeah. honest. Yeah, greatest of all times, and it's I, I can't wait. Just we're just literally about a month away to talk about Denzel. Um, yeah, top five plus five. So um, we've been building up for an entire year, Zach. I think this is the first time we've done that where we started the year with a Denzel movie in the month of January, and we've just built the entire 12 months up. Yeah, because normally we just, the way our behind the scenes is we kind of think of an idea and kind of play around with it, and we just throw it in there. But this, yeah, you're right. This is the first time that we kind of built up to a top five plus five. Yeah. Um, But now it's time for our most favorite and sacred segment of the show. Today we're talking our top five Thanksgiving activities. So.
so we're talking our top five uh, Thanksgiving Day, whether it's Thanksgiving Day, Thanksgiving weekend, we're talking our top five Thanksgiving activities. Um, so should be should be pretty fun. Zach, you're completely frozen. Um, there All you right. go. Do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, no, I just have my top five. Do anything? Go ahead. Uh, I do not. I think we're just going to stop and hop in right at number five. Um, so what's number five for you? Uh, number five is kind of a cliche, but it's getting ready for Christmas, preparing for Christmas. We, our family, or I guess me and my mom, we kind of start things a little early. We get the lights on the house, we get the trees set up, get them decorated, and kind of just do, um, really, we this weekend we kind of just set up and do... Um, stuff outside and the windows and stuff. And so it's kind of like, we kind of want to have a whole month of Christmas around the house. And really it starts a couple weeks ahead of schedule really in the early part of November. But this week is we kind of set everything up and it's ready, good to go. So what's your number five? Um, past tense, I guess I could say, I really don't have a lot of people around me this year anymore to uh, do some of these activities. Um, but I guess I could say what I would normally do or what I might do this year still. Um, but number five for me is going to probably be uh, put up the Christmas tree. There you go. Um, so I put up the tree. It's always like, yeah, it's always like around Thanksgiving, uh, whether the week before or the week of or the day of or the day after. Um, and usually put up a Christmas tree, you know, so it kind of goes in with that good uh, Christmas Thanksgiving. Spirit. Yeah. So that's probably a Thanksgiving uh, activity <clears throat> that I would try to do. Uh, so number five is put up the Christmas tree. Nice. What about number four for you, Zach? Uh, number four is just watching some TV, whether it be some classic football, the Macy's Day Parade. Every so often, um, they usually they start doing it really now after the um, after Thanksgiving. They'll show like the 1960s Grinch and then the Jim Carrey Grinch right afterwards. But the main thing I watch, and this is you can make fun of me all you want, but it's been just a tradition since I was little, is uh, the National Dog Show. It comes on oh, in between the parade after the parade, but right before uh, <clears throat> afternoon football. So it's just it's just kind of it's fun just to see who, what the top dog is in the United States. So it uh, it's one of my things that I always look forward to. So is that live the National Dog Show or is it pre-recorded? No, it's live. Oh wow! So it's kind of like a little um, nice thing that they do. Nice. Um, well, number four for me is going to be, it's, it's got something to do with the TV as well, but number four, one of the, one of the good activities that I used to do growing up and I still kind of do it now. I didn't do it last year or no, I didn't do it the year before because of COVID. I don't even think it was a thing, but we would always, as, as a family, my parents would always put on the, uh, the Macy's Thanksgiving parade. Nice. Um, and then, uh, I think that was, from, that was like from 8 AM to like 11 AM. Yeah. Um, and then I would go ahead and uh, watch my very first Christmas movie of the season right after that parade. So I'll throw nice. that in there as well. So nice. Yeah, and and usually the parade would make me want to watch Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Yeah. With Richard Attenborough. Oh, okay. Which nice. come at me, come at me, bro. <laughs> but I think the remake is way better than the classic original. Uh, to be honest with you, I've never seen the remake. I've just seen the original. Yeah. So yeah. I, I just love Richard Attenborough. He's always, if, if I could pick anybody actor wise to be Santa, that's not Tim Allen. It would be him. Yeah. Did you see the new 
Santa Claus show? Fuck! I did not. <laughs> I did not. I had so much on my plate this weekend, but um, I, I, I hear good things. Did you yeah. watch it? No, not yet. I, I've heard like I've like you. I've heard really good things about it, and so I'm. I I, I never saw the third one. I've just seen the first two, so I'm kind of curious to see if that's um, if you can skip the third one or what. Huh. Uh, you want me to run it down for you? The third one is complete dog. The third one's complete dog shit. All I know it's like Jack Frost as Martin Short as Jack Frost or something like that. I'm terrible. All you need to know. Yeah. So it's bad. Martin Short as Jack Frost, and Tim Allen wins at the end. There you go. Uh, number three for you, Zach. Zach is frozen again. Oh no. Um, that's okay. We're having some uh, technical difficulties here. Right. Zach, Zach is completely frozen in time, just like uh, just like the Disney movie, except uh, he's not letting it go. Uh, but I guess I'll go for number three right quick while Zach is uh coming back and forth. Um. Number three for me on my uh, top five Thanksgiving activities uh, will probably have to be, um, man, you know what? It's it's probably going to have to be uh, going out and seeing, like, the lights, um, you know, whether it's the kids or, you know, uh, whoever I try to take it go with me, it'd probably be the going out and seeing like lights here in, in, in locally here in the city. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of good places to go see and, uh, just whether I, I'm not a fan of driving through the lights. Um, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of just, uh, going in and getting out of the car, freezing my ass off and seeing the lights. Um, I know some, I know nowadays you can stay in the car and drive through the, uh, the outside and look at the lights, but I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. I like to get out, be cold, freeze my ass off, have some hot cocoa and whoever I'm with walking through and, and checking out the lights. Um, but Zach, that's, that's, that was my number three was, was going to like the festival of lights here locally and doing stuff like that. Okay. What about you? Yeah, sorry. And, and the funny thing is I didn't say that one movie that we talked about in the summertime. So I don't know what's going on. So, um, three from it's dinner, some turkey, there's some thing that we love um, that we want for our Thanksgiving day and just enjoying some good old banana pudding after at the end. So kind of making me hungry as we sit here now. So what was your number two? You kind of skipped out there. Uh, number two is going to be uh, number three. Number three. I'm sorry. The dinner. The dinner. dinner. Yeah. The actual Thanksgiving dinner. Yep. Man. You know what? If, if the dinner was not one or two on your list. I think you're doing something wrong, brother. <laughs> no, there's two other things. There's two other things. Um, so since since I went last, go ahead and what's what's your number two? Uh, number two is actually going to the movies. Believe it or not, it's just become a tradition. Me and my mom, we always go to see a film at Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh, this year, we're going to go see um, Steven Spielberg's The Fablemans, which is getting a lot of buzz. So it's just not to get all into it, but it's just it's just really me and my mom family wise. And so we kind of made our own tradition. So 
that's what we do. How excited are you for that new Steven Spielberg? Movie? Oh man, just a couple more days, man. You're gonna you're gonna have to give it a, you're gonna I was gonna say you're gonna have to give it an A twenty four wangasm. Yep. <laughs> um, I saw the trailer for the first time yesterday, and it looks really good. It kind of got yeah. me a little emotional. Um, number two is gonna be for me the dinner. Um, but it's kind of two different things. Um, the dinner, and then whether I'm at my sister's house or whether I'm at like a, um, or whether I'm hosting a friend's giving. Um, before we eat, we don't we don't pray. You know, that might be some some personal stuff that I'm pushing out there, but we don't do that. What we what I do is we like to stand up or just sit down and say what we're all thankful for. Just one thing. That's, that's all that matters. Um, so that's that's usually what it is for me. Wishing and everybody the, the the best health and you know but that's that's number two for me is the the meal itself and uh, going around the table and you know saying what we're all thankful for so uh, nice. this year might be a little bit different I'm not I'm not too sure it might be it might be like Beetlejuice this year where the shrimp come up and I don't know you depends. might be you might be Thanos with some people here in a hey, couple days hey man uh, but that's my number two what is your number one Thanksgiving activity that you like to do uh, number one. Truthfully, we haven't done it in a couple years, obviously because of COVID and everything. But number one is the Black Friday shopping. Um, we, me and my friend, and me and my friends, we actually did it the first time we were in college, and it was, it was so much fun. It was just seeing just the insanity of Black Friday is always a pleasure to see people just knock people over over some of the dumbest things. Damn, especially at Walmart. Um, but man, like you know, I was thinking about this today, kind of making this list and. Black Friday it's over. really isn't even Black Friday anymore. You know, they just kind of do it throughout the month. Which I love. It's nice, but I mean, it's, you know, when when our parents did it, if, I don't know if your parents ever did it, but stores wouldn't open until like 12 a.m. Yeah. But then they started pushing it back, and when we started doing it, it was like 10 o'clock at night. And, and then the last year before COVID, they opened at like 7 o'clock in, in the evening. And I was like, what's the point of that? And now it's just... Black Friday is all month long through the month yeah. of November. Which so. I don't know if you guys can tell. Let me let me just do this right quick. As a physical media oh, collector, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell! <laughs> Again, I'll do that in instant replay, in slow motion. Oh! If you're a physical media collector, <laughs> Black Friday week month is 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 phenomenal Just, for you it's it's phenomenal because uh there's also that stack right there as you can see is it's that the newest stack the newest three stacks yeah but it's, it's phenomenal because not a lot of people buy physical media anymore yeah. um and then so for them doing this all month long it's less like you know you're, you're thank you you're amazing uh covid i have to fake covid for this i guess um yeah. you know what's funny the um the Best Buy up there by Quill Springs. They don't sell Blu-rays no more. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, I got a letter from A24. How nice. Yeah. Thank you for going in debt and filing for bankruptcy because you spent all your money on Blu-rays. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that's my number one is the just Black Friday shopping. It's always... There's just a little, a little part of me that just gets excited about it. And while it's not exactly what it used to be, it's still fun to do every so often. So Number one is Black Friday shopping. You bastard. 
you're that. Hey, you're, hey you're, listen, you're listen, that you guy. took mine. You took mine last year, so you took mine last week. So you're, it's you're payback. That, you're that guy, and you know what? I gotta throw some shade at fucking big lots. Uh oh, dude. Here's big, the rant of the day, guys. Big lots is gonna be, and I'll I'll, I'll, I'll say them. I don't care. Big lots is gonna be open from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Thanksgiving Friday. Mm. Or on Thanksgiving Thursday. Wow. Like everybody else is going to be closed finally. But Big Lots are like, oh, yeah, come get our uh, stale candy and chips. So, yeah. But um, my number one uh, Thanksgiving uh, activity. Um, hey, listen, you, th- you you said you were going to, you showed off some of yours. I'll show off some of mine. So, what did you get? On 4K, West Side Story. How yeah. much? How much was that for? Twelve ninety nine. Oh, that's still a little too much. For Love and Thunder, they they actually price matched it. I got this for this and this for ten bucks each. What? Yeah, dude, I just got done paying twenty four ninety nine for Thor Love and Thunder on 4K. Yep, ten dollars, and, and, and it didn't even come with a slip case. Oh, let me actually do this the right way. Oh, nice. So, twelve ninety nine each. So overall, those are pretty, in my opinion, pretty good buys. Yeah, those are real good buys. Um, but other than that, you know, uh, I, I, I don't. We'll be here. Have... We'll, be, we'll be here all night if you start going through yours. No, no, through yours. Uh, I had I got these socks the other day, so I just have to show off what my number one, what my my number one, oh, is is going to be Dallas Cowboys football. Um, you know, uh, a little emotional story. My dad, that was that was the Thanksgiving Day tradition. Mm-hmm. Uh, go across the street, play with your friends. I don't care what you do, but you're coming back here at three thirty in the afternoon. You're going to eat whatever is made, and you're going to watch Dallas Cowboys play. Um, so it was really, really huge for us, for me growing up, um, biggest activity of the, of the, of the week of the month, November, every single Thursday, Thanksgiving Thursday, 3.30 PM. Um, so it's number one for me and it's, it's gotten kind of, uh, almost like a little emotional every, every year since, cause my dad passed away in 2014. So I, uh, it's been one of those things where it's like, man, it's it's fun. And then when they're when they're on the roll like they have been this year, um, yeah, it's, it's it's even better. Um, so they're they're they, playing. Did, real... They won yesterday, didn't they? They did. They they beat nice. Minnesota forty to three. Nice. Yeah. Damn. So yeah. So um, very very interesting year. Very fun year. And it's always good to uh, sit down. So number one for me is just not even football. Just the Dallas Cowboys. I don't care who else plays that day. Whether they're trash or whoever they're playing, it's always that game. I, I don't nice. watch any other game that day. So, uh, Black Friday shopping in Dallas Cowboys sounds like a good Thanksgiving, Zach. It does. So, but I think it's time to uh, to dig in to what we're talking about today. Uh, today we're talking Denzel Washington again, uh, which there's nothing wrong with that. Um, Today we're talking about the hurricane uh, with a December 14th, 1999 release. Uh, the budget was $50 million and it grossed a little over $74 million at the box office. 
IMDb has it at 7.6, Rotten Tomatoes at 83%, the meta scores at 40, 74%, while the Google users have it at 93%. Um, the story of Ruben Hurricane Carter, a boxer wrongfully imprisoned for murder, and the people who aided his fight to prove his innocence. Um, starring Denzel Washington, uh, Valicious Shannon, Deborah Unger, Liv Schreiber, John Hanna, uh, Dan Hayda, Debbie Morgan, Clancy Brown, and directed by Norman Jusen. Um, Zach, before we get into the film and talk about the movie, do you have a favorite movie maybe from, from the director, or would you probably say The Hurricane was right up there? Um, I'm going to say probably The Hurricane is right up there. I, I've i never actually seen In the Heat of the Night, which I've heard is a phenomenal film. Um, looking at some of his other films, A Soldier's yeah. Story, which I think you've seen before. So Yeah, if, if I had to name off my, my only three that I've seen besides The Hurricane, it would be In Heat of the Night, Soldier Story and Moonstruck. Oh yeah, that's another one I haven't seen. So really, the really the only one I I've seen is uh, the Hurricane. So I'll I'll go with that one. Moonstruck is really funny, really good. Um, but let's let's dig into it. Um, you know, uh, the first time versus now. Or Zach is was this the very first time that you got to see this movie? Uh, this is the very first time I've seen this movie. It was it's one that you know on my list of Denzel films that you know i've heard so much about it was on the list to get done and watch before we do our top five plus five and without giving my score away i thought it was a phenomenal movie so um i'd probably say the same this was my third time probably yeah my third full time watching it and uh you know what the performance was was pretty amazing from denzel uh some other of the other cast members were, were pretty fun to watch this second time around though i just kind of i felt like it was a little lengthy than i remember it being last time it was, it's a two hour and 25 minute movie mm -hmm. um but it, it did feel a little lengthy in this one um i didn't feel that at all to, no? to be honest i get maybe because it was the first time watch i was so invested in the story and not knowing anything about uh ruben the hurricane carter i was just on the edge of my seat trying to figure out what was going like what was the next thing that was going to happen? Nice. Um, what did you think so, of uh, it being introduced? And this movie is based off of the novel, the 16th round. Yeah. Um, let's, so let's get into the movie. Um, so opening the opening sequence, um, it's kind of intercut between uh, Ruben doing one of his boxing fights and the, he's, kind of we kind of jump in the future and he's in one of the state prisons yeah did you like that did you like the i think they were really trying to pay homage to taxi not taxi driver but um raging bull, raging bull with the black and white and the boxing so what do you think about it uh, i have that in my notes as well um i loved the flashback scenes um mm -hmm. of him boxing and just the way it looked it did feel like you know you were watching raging bull or it just had that feeling in it um Man, it was it was just it was a fun. I, I love the I love the flashbacks, uh, especially getting introduced to, you know, his his unfortunate bad luck. And it's not really mm -hmm. bad luck when you're being singled out 
Um, but that's where you yeah. kind of get introduced to everything. Um, that character of Della Pesca. Mm, 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 mm. Just one of those rotten, slimy, just unforgivable type characters that you really wish that they had like some kind of horrible death by the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, what, let's talk about some of the other cast members. I thought this was a phenomenal cast. Um, a very underrated, not knowing of a cast. Yeah. Especially here in 99. Well, Liv Schreiber was pretty big. He was just coming off of Scream and Scream 2. Yeah. Um, John Hanna was huge. He blew up in The Mummy. Yeah, he w- he had this and The Mummy the same year. So that was that's pretty big. Um, but um, the, two, the two I kind of did not fall in love with was the actress playing Lisa. Yeah. And then Lesra. Or Lesra. Yeah. I... I don't know if it maybe because he was just such a a young unknown actor, but I did not I did not fall in love with that character. I liked him better than Lisa. I think Lesra, I think what they were trying to do is kind of do like a parallel story of um Ruben uh, the Ruben growing up, kind of being bullied, kind of being you know, very much um racially prejudiced against during that time, which, you know, was common. And then Lesra's childhood, he kind of grows up in this kind of not particularly good neighborhood. I think his father's out of his life. He doesn't want them to, he doesn't want him to go to school and all this and that. And these, um, what would you say? Like the group that like John Hannah Lee Schreiber, what, like, what would you say that there are, there, are they like home? They're not homeschoolers, but what would be a good name for them? Oh uh, man. I don't do that. So, so that's the kind of thing that I did not kind of get there. Who adopted who and who, what house is he living in? Um, so Lesra, they all, do they all three live together? Yeah. Lisa, it's like, yeah. Lisa, Sam and Terry. Yeah. They kind of adopt Lesra because they Lesra is kind of in a difficult situation of he's really not getting the education and the love that, and support that he needs. Yes. And so they kind of take him on to not as a, what he thinks as just as like a, like a social experiment. They really want him to thrive and achieve and do the best he can as a student, because I think he, from what they say in the movie, he is a gifted student. He's a gifted person that is good in school. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, that didn't confuse me any, but I, I thought they were, I thought the characters were okay. Um, yeah. I kind of wish this was more of, it, it, it is a Ruben Hurricane story. Yeah. But I do, I do kind of wish that there was some time, some opportunities missed as far as uh, character development. Probably, yeah. Maybe to get to know, um, uh, and I think that's why I felt that way about uh, Lesra was there really wasn't too much about him. Yeah, yeah. It you kind of it's kind of told to us in in the future because it kind of goes back between flashback and present, and and it really this movie jumps a lot in time because it's kind of for this to be a two hour and almost 30 minute movie, they really jump between like court cases, the time he's in prison to 
what Lezra and his friends are doing to try to get him out of prison is just kind of that's probably a nitpick of mine, but it's not enough to be like, oh, this ruined the movie. So yeah, I can see that. Um, what did you think of some of the flashback scenes of Denzel's character, Reuben Carter, being like a young child having to stab that guy who was being like a sexual like predator? Yeah, that some intense, intense moments. Yeah, this movie it does a really good job of not only making you kind of um, sympathize with these characters, but also kind of giving you a harsh reality of what um, some people go through in life. And so it's very, that sexual predator was terrible. The cop who ultimately become is ultimately the bad guy, I guess you could say in the movie. Um, Dude, he just racially profiles him. And basically that's his target the entire film. Yeah. Um, this is a surprise. This this isn't a rant, and I know oh. I don't know if you're going into the same way, but were you about to say you're? I was about to say I'm surprised that this movie only got one nomination for an Oscar. Yep. And, and ask su- me who won that year. Hold on, and I'm surprised that Denzel did not win Best Actor for this for this role. Yeah. Who won that year, Zach? You really want to know, or are you just gonna have like a stroke right on camera? Is it? it does it have anything to do with Shakespeare in Love? No. Kevin Spacey? Kevin Spacey for American Beauty. Golly. <laughs> so, and, you know, honestly, with all hit with Denzel's nominations, yeah, Training Day, Glory, but I, I think we say this with every Denzel Oscar nomination. He should have won because, I mean, he gives a incredible performance. I mean, At, most people. Every, every time he's been nominated, he should have won that year. Yep, I agree. Yeah. Every single like I think more people know this movie than American Beauty. And definitely considering what's happened with Kevin Spacey, you know, no one watches no one cares about him anymore. So it's it just baffles me. And you know, looking looking back at all this, the last he's been nominated what seven times? Uh yeah, about yeah. Yeah. It's just it's phenomenal that he, out of seven nominations, he's only got two to show for it. Yeah, um, I, 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 I just don't get that. And you know what? I just the, the very last one I'm kind of scratching my head out was Fences. Yeah, he, with, mm. with with how good K- Casey Affleck is, and with how good you know Manchester by the Sea is, ain't no way anybody can hold Denzel's jockstrap when he's doing Fences. <laughs> He is nominated for Cry Freedom. He won for Glory. He was nominated for Malcolm X, The Hurricane, Training Day, Flight, Fences, which I think he was nominated for Best Actor and Best Director, or Best Picture, I'm sorry. Roman J. Israel Esquire, which I watched just not too long ago. He's phenomenal in that. And then, while both of us agree, it's not the movie we want to go back to, but The Tragedy of Macbeth. Man, he, he was phenomenal. Yeah. I love, I, I really, really loved King Richard, but Denzel, that should have been Denzel's award as well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, what'd you think of, uh, the, you know, he gets, and, and he, 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 he gets captured and wrongfully accused. Uh, he gets three life terms, which is, which is absurd. Yeah. And then right off the bat, he spends 90 days in the hole. Oh man. And I, you know, something I will say is, well, there's a couple things, but 
surprised of all the justice, the the racial reform, the situation, and everything. I'm surprised this movie hasn't hasn't had like a resurgence. To be honest, just because of the subject matter in this. Obviously, there's box, but there's really boxing in. This is more to be honest. Yeah. Um, Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I call it's basically the goggle scene where he's just kind of talking, where it's kind of like he reverts back to his old self and then the holds your body as a Ruby. Just he doesn't take no shit. He's just kind of like nothing's going to break down. Did you like that kind of inner dialogue between the two? Uh, I'm going to answer your question right quick, but you're really cutting in and out really bad again. I know. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was. I thought it was really a, a, a fun scene, a, a really great dialogue by Denzel. I. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, and, and then you know what? In that scene where he spends 90 days in the hole. At first, when you see Clancy Brown's character, yeah, you think he's going to be somebody you hate. He's the complete opposite of Shawshank. Yeah, he's the complete opposite, and uh, Clancy Brown just plays that role, whether he's a bad cop or a good cop, he just plays a character. He plays a security guard perfect. Yeah, and Clancy Brown is someone that, you know, our generation and people younger probably know him as Mr. Krabs, which is weird to say, but... He can play just a really good villain. Like the new yeah. Dexter series, Dexter's New Blood. Well, Dexter's New Blood. Um, well, I really wasn't a particular fan of the ending. He plays the villain in that. And he is so, like, you really want Dexter to just give him justice, basically. Yeah. Um, and then what did you what did you think of the sequence where uh, Reuben Carter loses the appeal? And then he makes that phone call to... Uh, to Lisa and it's just like it almost sounds like he just he's he's given up. Yeah, to be honest with you man, like I said I didn't know the story. I really thought that was just kind of like a it, you you pretty much summed it up of giving up and I really thought he was going to commit suicide to be honest. Just the way the scene was played out, um Ruben just all hope is gone from his eyes and Denzel performs the hell out of that scene. I mean, it, it's just truly that's what man, that's what a good actor can do. Or what about the scene where he's at the the glass and he's on the phone talking to the two people that are representing him? Oh man. And he's like yeah. he's like I've spent 30 years in here. I'm 50. His dude, yeah, his his dialogue is just something special. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um did you did you got? Did you like? What one of the other things I liked was the score to this. It was very jazz like, um, jazz. I've listening to it a lot of years. Jazz can bring, elevate, it can bring, put you in a good mood. A mood. I thought the use of worked perfectly, given some of the circumstances. Yeah, uh, you know, Zach's asking about the score. I thought the score was was, was really good. Um, it definitely sets the tone for the movie, for the dialogue, for the scene, the story. Um, and, you know, it kind of leaves you guessing, the score does, about is it going to be happy? Is it going to be a sad ending? Um, you know, um, 
and then Lisa and Sam's car gets tampered with as well. So you have the scene where the car goes off the rails. And because mm -hmm. uh, obviously, you know, they they being uh, Della doesn't want him for some reason. You know, you've seen him throughout the whole movie. Well, we know why. Yeah. Not for some reason. We know why. But he just does not want uh, Ruben to uh, to ever get out. So um, there were parts of this movie, I think, maybe because of the actor the similarity to him or maybe the makeup design, he kind of, he, he kind of looked like Al Pacino a little bit like, and for some reason, now that I'm thinking about it, I think Al, Al Pacino could have played that role because he can be kind of that slimy bad guy. Yeah. Um, but they developed the whole new evidence and, you know, they're telling Ruben, Hey, if we don't, if we don't go through the state court, you know, we could go in front of the federal court and lose all of this evidence. If the judge throws it out. Um, yeah, very, very big risk, very big gamble, um, but it, it paid off. You know, you have that classic feel good story at the end. Ruben Carter gets off scot free. Um, what did you think uh, of the What did you think of the ending going through? Did you feel like the ending was rushed? Because let's you you don't get no courtroom drama until the last twenty minutes of the film, and it's really just like a it's five minute scene. Yeah. Yeah. Did you want more of a courtroom drama for the end or, or were, you, were you happy with the ending? I did. I really thought we would get like another court, like a good courtroom scene. And I thought we would have like a final confrontation between Ruben and, um, uh, De Della, Della, which I wasn't looking for like a shootout or anything, but just kind of like a, all right, you've won. Like everything I've done in my power to put you down, you, you beat me. So was it just, racism or did it really ever say why he was just so fixated on wanting him behind bars i think it was racism i think it was all based on raci racism you know? i almost i was almost putting my own story in my head i was like did he want him to fall fall down for a fight and he never did it or anything like that but i think it was just just pure hatred yeah i i think it was pure hatred i think it was totally based on um racism and i think that he no matter what he did no matter what Denzel could do to get out. Della was controlling the strings. And, you know, when he confronts our heroes outside the jail, he basically says, You're outsiders. Get out of our country. Otherwise, there are powerful people that I could get to come after you. Yeah. So, did you think, um, watching this for the first time or the second time, whichever, did you think one of our uh, core heroes was going to get killed? Or die in some way. No, I, I, I you know, watching this, I don't, I didn't, it's the last thing I thought of. I thought of maybe somebody else. I thought of maybe Ruben dying or, you know, maybe getting shanked or something, but nothing, I didn't think any of the core of people were going to get, get killed off. I, I just didn't get that vibe throughout the entire movie. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Did you think somebody's car was going to blow up or something or? Yeah. I mean, truthfully, who I thought was going to go was Lisa. I think Lisa, who was, I think, ex ex excluding Lazara, who was so invested in the story of Ruben and trying to get him freed. Lisa was the one that was kind of pulling the strings, helping put the puzzle together, get the new evidence. And I really thought they were going to kill her off or, you know, I don't, I don't exactly know what happened in real life, but you know, she, she wouldn't make it. To, she would not see the ending of all this. Yeah. Well, uh, Man, I think this movie, like I like I say, like you said, I think it has kind of gotten lost 
in the shuffle of just Denzel movies, uh, natural history movies, or mm-hmm. even just sport biographies or just biographies, biographies in general. Um, I think if anybody's listening or watching, well, I know, you know, whoever's listening and watching to this episode, do yourself a favor. If you have some extra time this holiday week, seek out the hurricane. And if you want to see, you know, if, if you know Denzel for the Equalizer and the Equalizer 2 and maybe something like that, go go check this out because you're going to be you're going to be thoroughly surprised and you're just going to enjoy the dialogue and the conversations in this movie as Denzel as a person and as an actor man in every scene he's in he he just jumps off the table in this movie so oh, um yeah. i highly recommend this film and go go check it out go out of your way to to check it out um yeah. if i had to name a favorite scene for the hurricane it would probably be Lesra meeting Ruben for the first time in prison. Mm-hmm. You know, he calls him little brother. Um, he just the conversations between the two are just phenomenal. Um, and then when Denzel is with his his uh is it his girlfriend at the time or his yeah. wife, um, May May Thelma, and she's like, is it is it their house was getting shot at or? I think someone threw a brick through the window. Threw a brick through the window, yeah. yeah. And he uh, he picks up the little girl. His just man, you feel like you're watching something through through a wall because he he's living you know that emotion um, through his acting. And, uh, and then honestly, my favorite scene is when he's behind the glass and he's telling a uh, bedlock. You know his his uh, his attorney's like, hey, I, it's it's been too long. I I've been in here thirty years. I'm fifty. Um, just man, phenomenal, phenomenal dialogue from Denzel. Mm. So, what about what about you? Do you have a favorite scene or two? Um, yeah, I'll agree with you on the fifty year fifty year old conversation with his lawyers. The one that really got me was the high school diploma when Lesra sends it to him in the mail, and it I think it really shows the impact that he's had on this kid. Um, just seeing Denzel just kind of open that up and just seeing just the emotion in his eyes, I thought was very powerful. Um, the scene with Della and the hurricane almost basically going at it in the morgue where it says, yeah, I got you. It just said, yeah, you want something? Here's something right here, <laughs> you know? And, um, honestly, it's kind of a, it's honestly, it can be seen as a creepy scene, but the solitary confinement scene, yeah, the fact that he, the two sides of himself, two sides of his personality go head to head and say, Hey, we're not going to survive. And the other one's saying, yes, we are. You have to man up and let's go. Otherwise. Yeah. yeah, We are going to die here. So. Yeah. Um, man, just, just a phenomenal movie guys. If, if you haven't seen this yet, go, go check it out. You know, that's one thing I've enjoyed about picking out some of these Denzel movies is they're great Denzel movies, but they're also movies that maybe nobody's heard of, or maybe nobody, nobody's really watched. Um, in two weeks when we talk Man on Fire, that is yep. going to be that is a very popular Denzel movie from the early 2000s. So I'm I'm yep. kind of really excited to talk about Man on Fire in two weeks. Um, I did the rewatch and it's a lot. I'm not saying it's similar to the Hurricane, but it's another two hour and twenty minute movie. So <laughs> it's a lot of fun though, from what I remember last. And you can watch it on Amazon Prime. So if Amazon you have that, Prime. Um, Zach, you said. But for the next movie, though, you, you have to go to the library, or are you gonna just come get mine? Um, do you have it on? You have it on Blu-ray, don't you? 
Yeah. What kind of stupid question is that? <laughs> um, yeah, I'll either... I got it on reserved at the library. They have like a trillion copies of it, which is kind of oh, funny nice. to me. So I might just get it there. If, if it doesn't come in a certain time, I'll, I'll borrow yours. So. Yeah. so at least you know where you can get uh, next week's movie. Next week, we're talking about the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Star rating for the hurricane. Uh, I'm going to give it... I know this seems kind of low, um, but for just honestly right now, the way I'm sitting at it because of the rewatchability that I did have with it last night, I'm going to give it a seven. Um, for a 225-minute movie, it did kind of drag at times for me last night, um, but Denzel's performance, is there's just there, it's amazing. So uh, I'm going to give this one a seven for now as, as I sit on it. Um. Am I first frozen? Time watch? No, first time watch for you, Zach. Uh, first time watch for me. Denzel's performance, the subject matter, the actual not knowing the story of Ruben the Hurricane Carter. I'm gonna give it a ten, man. Absolutely nice. loved it. I thought it was an awesome first time watch. The sl the girthiness of this film didn't bother me because I was just so invested in the story and Denzel's performance. He won a Golden Globe, but face it, man, he sh he should have won the Oscar. Let's yep. just say it. Yep. So. It's a 10 out of 10 for me. Nice. Um, 10 out of 10 for you. I gave it a 7. Uh, everybody out there in podcast land, let us know what your star rating is. We will do an email bag next week when we talk about the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Um, so hit us up, C-I-N-E-M-E-N-921 at gmail.com for your email bag. That's cinnamon921 at gmail.com. So. Before we get out of here, man, Thanksgiving's Thursday. Uh, what are you thankful for, man? I'm thankful that I get to talk the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers with <laughs> you guys next Monday, right here on uh, on this podcast. You know, uh, no, in all seriousness, that's what we're talking about next week. Is a uh, Mighty Morphin oh, Power Rangers the movie? Um, you know, Zach, uh, what I'm thankful for right now is just honestly, you guys. You, you guys aren't all here. Uh, I'm thankful for my two uh, healthy kids uh, right now. Um, thankful for you guys. Uh, I'm thankful for a great job. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, I'm thankful for all the new amazing people that have uh, entered my life. And I'm thankful for the air that are in these lungs. Because um, you know what? I could be six feet deep. Yep. Um, so, but yeah, you know, let's face it. He'd still be doing podcasts if he was six feet deep. Um, technically I am almost oh, six, no. six feet into something. Oh, no. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for everything right now, guys. But, and, and you guys, I have a great support system behind the scenes, whether it be you guys, people here at the house or, or the job. Um, and don't ever let anybody tell you that never put in hard work or dedication to a job because it won't pay off and they'll just, you know, they'll, they'll replace you as, as, as much as they can find you. If something happens to you, that may be true because let's face it at the end of the day, it is a business, yeah. but I'm telling you, I've been at this place for six years. Um, I've put in some hard work. I've met some really, really amazing people and uh, every single piece of blood, sweat and tears that I've put in, I've gotten back from them. So, uh, and today proved a lot of it to me as well. So, um, even though there's a lot of ugly people in this world, a lot of bad things happen, um, 
I'm grateful for the support system that I have. What about you, Zach? What do you What are you thankful for? Um, you know, truthfully, man, I'm I'm just I'm thankful to be alive right now. You know, I know there's a lot there's a lot of shit going on in the world. A lot of it mostly bad. You know, it's there's some people that can't even afford electricity right now. They can't afford heat. It's freezing. We're about to go into Oklahoma winter, and it's not pretty. Um, I'm thankful for my mom. I'm thankful for my job, which I was really, I didn't really tell you guys this, but I was kind of hesitant about going back to the place I'm at now just because of the past bull that's gone there. But I love my job. I love my coworkers. It's a great environment. Um, and let's be facing, you know, could it be better? Absolutely. You know, oh, yeah. could it be better in my life? Could it be better in your life? Absolutely. But at the time, you know, we got to deal with the cards that we're given. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're awesome. And sometimes they just plain suck. But you just have to take him and just go along with the ride. So, as a as a once great boxer once said, it's you know it's not about how many times you got hit. It's about how uh, hard you can take that hit and get back up and keep going. Yeah. So, uh, I you know like I said, I'm very thankful for everybody and thankful for you guys. Um, email us. Let us know what you guys are thankful for this week, and we'll share it on next week's episode. Um, because uh, it is that time of year. Even if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, just let us know what you're thankful for. Um, it could be anything. So give us, send us in some emails. Um, it's right here on the screen again. If you guys want to do the social media, um, send us in the emails at c i n e m e n nine two one. I'm just really thankful and proud of everybody that I've come in contact with the last few years and a uh, few weeks um, here. So. Uh, um, and you know what? Everybody watching on Emaswa Productions, all you guys uh, that were on the stream, um, I won't name out names, but everybody that I've talked to on this YouTube channel, uh, you're in that list as well. Um, I'm thankful for all of you guys as well. Even though I personally have not met any of you in person, um, the hard work and dedication I see from everybody on this YouTube channel, uh, I think you guys are amazing. Um, I love the hell out of you guys and everybody watching, everybody who supported us the last four years. Um, this has been an amazing ride. It's far from over. And next week we talk the mighty Morphin Power Rangers right here on the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Have a Happy good Thanksgiving. Week. There we go. Go Cowboys.